Hello, this is episode 13 of Garage Gamer Podcast on Monday the 1st of April. Get your April Fool's today. And I'm at, before we get into any proper gaming news, I'm actually going to tell you a really funny story. Right. Basically, at this April Fool's, my dad, being my dad, had a, like wanted to play a joke on my mum. So basically, he texted her while, while she was at work, saying that there was a, fuse, there was a massive bang on the fuse box, and all the power had gone out of the house. Because the fuse box was blown. Because we had a rat under the floorboard. We don't actually have a rat under the floorboards. It's a joke. And my mum fell for every single bit of it. It was so funny. She just got in from work and we just told her. Her reaction was priceless. She was just calling my dad a B-A-S-T. You know what? She's effing and blinding at my dad. Because she was really annoyed. But she fell for it. And I'm well happy. But yeah, that's a funny story. Let me know what you're doing for April Fools, if you're doing anything. And before we get into any gaming news, I'd just like to say that Gary's Gamer Podcast will always, it will always be a podcast, there's no doubt about that, right? But, I'm also thinking of taking it live as well. So there'll be a live version, if, you, if you're in a different time zone, in a different country or whatever, and you can't listen to a live version... You can always listen to the podcast version, which will be up uh, soon after. And with a with a live version, you'll be able to join in with chat. It will basically be it will be on Spreaker, a service called Spreaker. I'm sure most of you have heard of it. It's quite new, but it's very useful. I did a radio show. On, I did a radio show using Spreaker, uh, Spreaker before, but it was a pain in the neck to try and get the music working. So I've decided to use Spreaker to take it take the podcast live as well as it being a podcast i will think about it and think about the rep, uh, repercussions that will be involved and whether i'll have the time to do it live every week and i will let you know right so first thing on the podcast agenda is uh yesterday no it wasn't yesterday it was the day before on saturday i went down to Keck's Entertainment Store in Basildon because I had a tenner on me and we, we, my, me and my brothers and my dad went down there we all spent a tenner on either a game or two games depending on how much each game was and um, I did struggle to find the game at first so I'm like, I don't know there was a Harry Potter series there and I was thinking of getting it but I thought no, that's on my birthday list so I'm probably going to get it for my birthday anyway um, so in the end, I got Mass Effect 2 on PlayStation 3, and I'm telling you now, I'm loving it. It's amazing. Absolutely love it. And I'll tell you something. I'm bagging Kelly. I don't even care. I'm getting Kelly in Mass Effect because we're in the game. We're really close. So I'm sort of, we've we, we've had dinner and she's feeding my fish. So now we just have to wait for her to do her sexy dance. If you know what I'm talking about, and you played Mass Effect 2, you'll know. Um, what do I think of it? It is an amazing game. It, I did play Mass Effect 1 on Xbox 360, not Xbox, Xbox 360, a few years ago. And I did enjoy it, but I actually struggled to get into it. I don't know why. Maybe it was because it wasn't my game or what, uh... It, it was quite actually quite difficult to work out where to go and things like that on Mass Effect 1. But with Mass Effect 2, it's complete. Well, it's not completely different, 
but it's, you've got the same controls and everything, but you can actually press L, L3 or R3, which is clicking in the joysticks, and it will actually tell you where to go, which is really useful, and I'm actually loving it. I love the fact that I'm, I'm the commander of a ship, and I get loads and loads of respects. Love it. I'm, I'm not even halfway through yet, as far as I know. I don't think I am. I'm basically focusing on loyalty, loyalty missions at first. And then I'm going to go and do all the side missions probably once I've completed the actual game. So yeah, Mass Effect 2 is like amazing. Once I've completed that, I'll probably get Mass Effect 3. Whether they bring out a fourth one, it's probably... It, they, I doubt they will, because it was the Mass Effect trilogy. If they make a trilogy, it's pretty point... If they call it a trilogy, which is free, but I don't know. Pretty pointless bringing out a fourth one if they've already brought out three. They can't really do a lot, I don't think. Because... There's loads. Of, obviously, the storylines a bit similar, and you're fighting different enemies in Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3. But Mass Effect 4, I don't know who they're actually going to bring in. Whether the the only thing that they can do, I suppose, is m make a new storyline which involves some of the some of the members of your squad from Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 coming back. And they've been that they're, they're rogue basically. They they are they're against you or whatever. And you have to, they, they're being mind controlled by the collectors or something. I don't know. And you have to fight all on on your own. No one else. You have to fight to try and regain to to snap them out of a snap them out of the trance, so to speak, and come to join you. And then once you've done that, the whole squad comes together and you can fight uh, the collectors. Although that's part of Mass Effect 2, isn't it? You're fighting collectors and stuff. So, yeah. The only thing that annoys me, though, is the fact that you can only take two members of your squad with you on a mission. I don't see why you can't take your entire squad with you. I don't see why you can't do that. Like, for big... Like, I've already done... I've I've intercepted a collector ship, and I can only take two people still. I was like, why can't I take my entire squad? Surely it makes more sense taking your entire squad with you when you're going to fight a collector ship but you're not allowed. I will find out actually, you know what, I'm actually gonna Google it now. Here we go, a bit of a bit of a moment here on on the podcast. Let's just Google it, alright? Can you don't take more than Two people on a mission on Mass Effect 2. I don't think you can. I don't. I don't think they'll allow that because I think it will sort of outweigh the odds and it won't be much of a challenge. But I don't know. We'll find out in a minute while that loads. And while that loads, <coughs> I like to. Oh, it's about to load now. We're not going to go into. Uh, suicide, I don't want to try this suicide mission. Uh, no. No, you can't, it's just bringing up loads of spoilers that I'm going to choose to ignore. So, yeah. Uh, so that's Mass Effect 2. Loved the game, really good game. I'm glad by, ow. I just put the hand on my, my hand on my radiator, I didn't realise it was on full blast, that really hurt. Fuck. Oh god, that's a bit comedic, isn't it? That wasn't supposed to happen. But anyway, um, I think Bioware made a really good decision by bringing 
Mass Effect to the PlayStation community because one, they're going to make more money, and two, there are lots of Mass Effect fans that have that wanted Mass Effect on the PS on the PlayStation system uh, for a long, long time, from right back from Mass Effect One. I wanted Mass Effect on PlayStation 3, and then they finally bought it, bought it on. So I'm really happy. Love it. Right, that's Mass Effect 2 out of the way. Uh, what else we got here? Let's have a look. Uh, while we're talking about PlayStation, actually, um, apparently, PlayStation are planning to... If, you, if you've got a game that doesn't have trophies, that doesn't, like... Doesn't, that didn't come with trophies when you first bought it. I think from the article that I read, I think what what is actually gonna what might happen is that PlayStation are planning to bring trophies to every PS PlayStation game. Um, even if you say you've already bought the game and you want the trophies, I think they're gonna make it make the trophies a downloadable option. As far as I know, I'm not really sure. But if they do, I'm not sure that's a very... Although, no, no, it's a good move. Because it means that people can um, replay the games and it'll, gi it'll give the game some replay value again. And things like that. But if they're going to do that p for the PS3, there's no point in doing it for the PS3. Because the PS4 will be back soon. And what... What I think would be a good thing for them to do would be to enable cross, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Enable, enable you to play PS3 games on the PS4 system. And when you put that PS3 game in the PS4 system, it downloads the trophies for that game. So you can play the PS4 with all the PS4's graphics and stuff like that, whilst playing the PS3 game. If they bring back compatibility, that's it. They bring back compatibility to the PlayStation 4. Granted, it mean it'll mean that maybe the PlayStation 4 doesn't do as well as Sony hope because um, people might think, well, if there's cross uh, back compatibility on the PlayStation 4, there's no point in me getting it. But I don't know. If they bring back compatibility, that'll be a for me, that'll be a thing that will make me want to get the PS4 because that means I don't have to trade it. I have to get. That mean I have to get rid of all my PS3 games and buy uh, PS4 games just to play the system. Granted, if I if I uh, trade in my PS3 games, I get a lot of money for them. Well, possibly a lot of money. I don't know. Get a bit of money for them, but you know, I don't know. If they bring trophies back, that might wind me up a little bit actually because there's games that I've traded in in the past that don't have trophies and because they didn't have any replay value at the time, I got rid of them. And if they do bring trophies back to... If they do bring in trophies to games that didn't have trophies in the first place, that means I'll, have to, I'll probably have to go... I will probably go out and buy the game again which will cost me even more money. Which is a pain in the neck, but you know, that's how it goes. Uh, next topic... We've got... Let's have a look. Let's talk about what I've been playing. Obviously, Mass Effect. I've talked about that amazing game. Really, that's quite a good storyline, to be honest. You can go to all these different planets and things like that. Uh, you get to be on the Normandy. 
get to make new friends, get to have... There's a lot more, right, there's a lot more action in Mass Effect 2 than there is in Mass Effect 1, I think. And it's uh, ten times easier to work out how to get to grips with, the Mass, with Mass Effect 2 than it was with Mass Effect 1. I found it quite difficult to get to get into Mass Effect 1. One of the reasons for that was the fact that it was quite hard to work out where to go in Mass Effect 1, which put me off it, because some of you that have listened to this podcast for a long time will probably know that I really don't like getting stuck and it sort of puts me off again. So, the fact that Mass Effect 2 has got an easier navigational system, in a sense, there's, there's still that blasted map when you press L3 you don't, you don't have an objective to go to they've got that map which does help in a sense but it's I do prefer it when when it's got the when it literally points you in a direction I wish it would do that for like wherever you need to go just plot plot where you need to go on the map and it all directs you like in um, Simpsons it'll run if you want to go somewhere it'll direct you to where you need to go that was a classic game, actually, Simpsons Hit and Run. I did have that. Did have that on a PS2. Uh, but my mate scratched it. But my brother managed to get it working. And we played it all the time. Just running over random people. It's basically the animated version of Grand Theft Auto. That's how I saw it. It was my, it was my answer to Grand Theft Auto, in a sense. Because, obviously, I wouldn't be allowed Grand Theft Auto at that time. And I, I'm still not allowed it. Uh, so the Simpsons Hit and Run was the best, the next best thing to Grand Theft Auto for me at the time. So yeah, uh, Simpsons Hit and Run was pretty good. I haven't played Simpsons Hit and Run in long. I might have to look for it and just play it for the lols, just, just for the banner. Um, right, what else have I been playing? FIFA. Been playing a lot of FIFA 12 recently. I haven't got FIFA 13. Don't really want to get FIFA 13. I don't see the point. It's just one of those things. Like, every FIFA's the same. There's no, There's really no difference. The only thing that might make me get uh, FIFA 13 is the fact that you can be an international manager as well as a national manager. I'll have to, as well as a club manager rather, in the manager mode. But I will have to think about that because, as far as I know, uh, you you don't play internationally, uh, internationally, in career mode in FIFA 12, which is a big bummer because I like playing internationally. I like playing for my country on FIFA. Gives me a lot of pride because teams having the England on FIFA are ten times better than England in real life. Honestly, we beat San Marino flipping eight nil, but San Marino are crap anyway. And then I can't remember who it was that we faced. We bloody lost, didn't we? Had a pile of crap. We we're doing well, and then oh no, they're going to screw it up as usual. Right, enough about football because I'm going to go on some rant in a minute. I support Liverpool as well, so I can't really say oh our international team's crap, but my but the club I support is amazing because it isn't. We're doing ter- Liverpool. Liverpool are doing terrible at the moment, and obviously you can tell from my accent, I'm very far away from Liverpool. I've, I live nowhere near Liverpool whatsoever. I'm an Essex boy, and I always will be. But because my dad's dad uh, was from Liverpool, obviously my dad ended up supporting Liverpool, so I'm stuck with him. But I can do a very good Liverpool accent, see? A very good Liverpool accent, but you have trouble understanding what I'm saying. Do you understand? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, from, I'm, I'm, I'm from Liverpool, so it's really hard for you to, to listen to the podcast. Right, yeah. Back to the normal accent now, before I have some sort of conniption fit into Liverpool forever. 
Um, so yeah, I'm playing FIFA, Mass Effects, uh, always COD, always playing COD, no doubt about it, everyone loves a bit of COD, been playing a bit of Fight Night Round 3 as well, because uh, it let off some steam if I've had a bad day, which I've had a few bad days at school recently, and I actually walked out of classroom a couple of weeks ago. Because I was getting increasingly frustrated and angry, so I walked out. One of the, one of the girls in the class was very very helpful because she said like, Do you, if you want to speak, you can speak to me, whatever. So yeah, thanks for that. I'm not going to mention her name because yeah, but yeah, that's it. I came home and actually played fight night and beat the crap out of my opponent. I think we got to it was a twelve round fight and we got to round two, and he was bleeding all over. That's how flipping angry I was. Put it that way. But anyway, seriously, there's so much negative thoughts on this bloody podcast today. Uh, and no, this isn't an April Fool's thing, by the way. I'm actually, I was actually really hacked off and things like that on on the day that I'm talking about and on the day in question. But back to gaming news because we're not talking about bloody living a balanced life, are we? For God's sake. Um. There may be a possible new, new Call of Duty. I'm not joking. I'm genuinely not joking. This is not April Fool's, like I said. There could be a new Call of Duty. And if it's Modern Warfare 4, I do apologise for my rant. But, right, basically, the the article headline is... Infinity Ward hints at new Call of Duty with a new, with a new image of Captain Price. Well, that could have been from any game, whatever. But take every take everything you read with a pinch of salt on these gaming websites and on this podcast, obviously, because my intel isn't always a hundred percent. Most of the time it is, but not always. So it might just be. Might just be Infinity Ward stirring up rumours to throw us off the scent of any other games that they're working on. Wouldn't surprise me, because that's what Infinity Ward do. Uh, should they, if they're thinking about bringing a new Call of Duty out now, should they wait for next-gen console? Yes. Because that way they can improve the graphics by a hell of a lot more then they would be able to if they brought it out on the PS3. We've all seen Call of Duty on PS3 before. It is nothing special. Whereas if they wait for next gen console, e.g. PS4, Xbox 720, I think a lot more people will be enticed to purchase a new Call of Duty for the new system because they'll want to see how it runs. And I think it will run really well. Personally, if they, bring, if they just wait, if they be patient for once in their damn lives and wait till next gen console, it will get a lot more sales, I reckon, because the graphics will be ten times better. Right, let's actually have a look at this article. Shall we? No, I don't care if you make... I don't care if you make $170 a day, I'm not really bothered. Sorry, it's an ad. Right, here we go. This is a proper bloody article, not bloody about money. 
want to know about if we want to know about money, I gotta think someone at a bloody bank. Gotta say. Right. Oh great. I've got a blocked up now and I've got a gig tomorrow night, so I've got a gig tomorrow night, so I better go away. Right, here we go. This article is relatively it's not relatively new, but it basically says a couple of minutes ago Infinity Ward has revealed via its official Facebook page a new image captain for us. This new image is probably a teaser for the upcoming reveal of the next Call of Duty title and we can safely assume that Captain Price will be featured in it. After all there wouldn't be any reason to share with share such a picture if that wasn't a hint, right? Well, like I said, they could be sharing a picture like that to throw us off the scent of any they could be they wanna get us hyped for Modern Warfare four. They could be bringing that bloody Black Ops three for all we know. Or they could bring out Call of Duty uh, what number are we up to now? We've got COD 4, COD 5, 6. This is only the modern war. This isn't Black Ops, by the way. So they could bring out a COD 8, whatever whatever number it is. Could be Call of Duty, suck and suck number. And it, and it may not have anything at all to do with the Modern Warfare series. It could be a different, completely different, uh, completely different game that could turn into a franchise unto itself. It could be based around. <coughs> Excuse me. Could be based around Captain's day, Captain Price's days as a lieutenant. You know, it could show the missions from Pripyat or whatever. Anything. It could show Sober going through selection, doing all the training. Could be anything. They could even release a bloody game. A bit like Mass Effect, where you're using, where you're combating aliens in space, for all we know. And Captain Price could be, I don't know, he could have a cameo in there or whatever. Could be an alien, it, it might not even have anything to do with the Modern Warfare series. It might just be a picture that has got nothing to do with it, that they want to advertise the char a character from one of their franchises, it could be anything. So don't get your hopes up, take anything you read or listen to with a grain of salt. If anything does come of it, obviously you'll know about it. Because the uh, listen to the podcast. But like I said, it could it could could it could be just something that Infinity Ward are doing to throw us off the scent of a new Call of Duty, whatever. Could be advertising one of their characters. A lot of people do that, like you see pictures of bloody like EA put pictures of Wayne Rooney on their on their on their Facebook page as they cover. Don't mean they're bringing out a new bloody FIFA. Well, I suppose they wouldn't bring out a new FIFA actually, because we have to wait, don't we, for the end of the season, then to bring out a new FIFA. But yeah, that is a possible new Call of Duty game that probably won't be won't amount to anything. Right. This blocked up nose is quite demoralizing, but. If you listened last week to episode twelve, you would you probably would have heard me say that I wanted to talk a little bit about Harry Potter. The Harry Potter game series. Obviously I didn't get around to doing that, so I'm gonna do it now. I came up with a concept in my head, I haven't told anyone about this. Uh that maybe 
uh, they should bring out a new Harry Potter game to consoles that's more RPG based. So you create your own, you create your own character, go to Stargon Alley, get your books, get your wands, get your owl, whatever pet you want. Go to Hogwarts, get sorted in your houses, get sorted into your house and things like. Uh, it could just be a random house where you might have to answer questions. Um, and then just go through Hogwarts and. Depending on your action, depends on the relationships you you come out with. You know what I mean? Obviously, I think they should have the the original other than Harry. Well, they could mm, they could have Harry as a professor at Hogwarts, I suppose. Yeah. Um. And yeah, they should they should basically create your own character, get your books, get your owl, whatever, get your wand. Get yeah, sorted into your house, and whatever actions you take depends on uh, determines the relationships that you and the things that happen to you during your time at Hogwarts. And they should bring back the original characters and get people like Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, Rupert Grint, Tom Felton, Bonnie Wright, oh, Bonnie Wright, <laughs> um, and all the other people to just do voiceover, and they could. Be well. Harry was an aura, but he did come back to do lectures, so he could do that. You could just see him around Hogwarts and things, like that. and there could be posters of Professor Dumbledore about his legacy and things like that. And then eventually, you uh, you leave Hogwarts, and that's it. I suppose. Basically, a bit like Mass Effect, but Harry Potter style. <laughs> and it depends what options you choose as to what. Um, as to what happens here, that that'd be pretty cool, I reckon. Because obviously, I want the Harry Potter games again, but I do, I want I've always wanted to go to fucking Hogwarts. I don't know why, but I just, sometimes I'm just bored out of my mind, and I just want to do something, get some action. Which one of the reasons I want to be a retained firefighter when I'm looking at that till dad back, because he might get a bit annoyed. Because I asked him about him possibly being a retained, just making a joke, oh, Daddy should be a retained firefighter. And he came out with, oh, no thanks, I like my life. And I go, what do you mean? Oh, I don't really want to go into a burning building and die. So I was like, ah. If he don't want to do it, he won't want his oldest son to do it. So, I've got to make a choice. Um, But anyway, that's a Harry Potter game, RPG. And yeah, I've always wanted to be a flipping wizard because my life's sometimes a bit boring. And there isn't enough action. And there hasn't been any like, major wizarding wards, which would be amazing. I mean, random wizarding war. <laughs> but yeah, shut up about Harry Potter. Um, if they did bring it out, uh, I think they should. Ah. They should bring Pottermore to life. You heard of Pottermore? Pottermore is basically a website developed by J.K. Rowling, and it is a website where you get you actually get sorted into your house and get your wand and things like that. Um, basically, but they should make it into an actual game. I think they should make it into an actual game where it could be Pottermore and you, it's the RPG based thing. I know for a fact Harry Potter fan will buy that, they will, they will never get rid of it. And it will, it will also make J.K. Rowling a lot of money, because she needs a, 
a life she needs uh, being paid for her contribution by supplying her story and her characters and her yeah her ideas. So put them all again. That is actually quite interesting. I might start thinking about that and uh, write to a developer about that. I'll let you know how that goes. Um, now, away from fantasy and into action. Apparently, there's a new Batman game coming out in 2014 called Batman Arkham Origins, which is based around the Batman's first encounter with the Joker. I'm not hyped for this game at all. I played Asylum, Arkham Asylum, I played Arkham City. Both of them are relatively decent. I wouldn't rate them as like as high as most game review sites have because I didn't really have much of a high opinion of the Batman series. Especially Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum was abysmal. It was absolutely crap. Arkham City was better. But it just... Oh, it's just done words in the end. I've got Arkham City. I haven't completed it. I don't intend to. I'm not intending to complete it. So if they bring out Arkham Origins, I won't be getting it. Yet again, if they bring it out, uh, now they'll lose their opportunity to bring it out with next-gen console. So, just like everyone else, they should wait for next-gen console. That's all I've got to say on the matter of Batman Arkham, or- Arkham Origins. Right. Let's wrap the show up. Give the uh, plugs to, get to do. Right. If you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, it's at Gary's Gamer Pod. If you want to follow me personally on Twitter, it's at Gary R. Cunningham. And visit the website www.garagegamerpodcast.wordpress.com and rate and subscribe and review to the podcast on iTunes. See you next time, guys. Peace out and happy gaming.